Ghost Adventures is the sole property of the Ghost Adventures crew and Scripps LLC. We're not in any way affiliated with any of them, we just like watching them do their thing. So if you like Ghost Adventures too, support the crew in the Travel Channel. Also, this podcast has profanity in it, so take whatever precautions you feel are necessary. Welcome to another episode of Insanely Haunted. My name is Max. I'm Cassie. And I'm Dan. And this is a pretty important episode for us today uh, because this is actually a request from a friend of ours. Hey, Roger. Hi, Roger. How's it going? Roger, thank you very much. This was a fantastic episode. This was a real treat, Raj. Um, We can see why you wanted to hear us do this episode really badly. Um, if there's an episode of Ghost Adventures that we're coming up on that you're really excited about, remember to let us know at Insanely Haunted Podcast uh, at gmail.com. And we mean like within the season that we're yeah. doing. Don't tell us about a season 12 episode that's really good. We probably know about it. Well, no, I mean, we can still do it. It's just going to be a really long time it's be from a now. While. Good, good shelf life on this podcast. Yeah, this is a, this is a keeper. We're not going to run out of material, I don't think. Nah. Um, and this is also an important episode for the boys because they're going back to uh, a, a very important location for them. Yeah, so on their very, very first ghost adventure back <laughs> Way in, back in 2004. Uh, which is an actual video you can purchase or I guess maybe find online somewhere. They went to the Washoe Club. The Washoe Club is located in Virginia City, Nevada, which also is home to a mine... It's called the Collar Mine. Collar Mine, which mines they mine silver and gold. It was a very very large mine. This thing it was actually really unusual. Um, Dan did some mine some research on Virginia City while we were setting up. Actually, well, yeah. because Dan is a geologist, just like I am. I couldn't find anything really like that struck my interest as about as far as mining goes, but it was odd in that it was it, the, one of the longest lasting deposits and the first use of industrial style techniques. So mm-hmm. we didn't just have guys digging holes. We had train tracks going in your stereotypical mine and mining town. This was the cookie cutter that it was, it was made. Mm-hmm. from. And of course, industrial techniques means people dying horribly, which means ghosts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what brings the boys back to the Washoe club is some, is messages they've gotten from friends of theirs, uh, Mark and Debbie Constantino who live there. These two are supposedly EVP experts. They're like specialists in the world of ghost hunting, and their thing is EVPs. And they've been getting EVPs that they say are calling out the Ghost Adventures crew specifically. And they play us some EVPs. Notably, I'd just like to say, they use the exact same audio editing software that I use for this podcast, which (laughs) makes me feel like I'm doing it wrong. (laughs) That the EVP folks are, are in my corner here. I don't know. Have you gone back and seen if your mic's picked up any EVPs? Oh, shit. I, I've been trying to ignore that. Now and again, know? it'll it'll stop recording. Ooh, ooh. And then it'll just start again. It's the ghosts. It's the That's ghosts. them. They're doing it too. Definitely. Us. In this episode, they do mention that time loss of some sort oh. is, an, is associated with ghosts. Well, there you go. I guess that happens to us all the time. Thank you again, Roger. This is a fantastic <laughs> Our... episode. 
I normally only get like one pages of notes in on these things, but I got a full two and a half. Yeah. Uh, we open up with Zach in the back of a truck thing. I don't know. What would you guys call it's like it? It's a horse-drawn carriage. Yeah. But is it drawn by horses? Yeah, there were horses. Oh, there were? Okay. Well, anyway. By an old coot, I would call him. There's a dog's asshole really, really <laughs> close to Zach's head in this shot. The dog, you know, like, you know, if you, if you got a dog or a cat, like, and they're, they're like sitting with you or really anywhere. And then they you, stand up to look out the window. Yeah. Well, what I'm thinking of is like, when I'm holding Lydia, like I want her to tuck her tail under her butthole so that if she sits on my arm, her butthole isn't kissing my arm. Um, and in this shot with Zach Baggins, the dog's tail is over the, I don't know, the seat back or whatever. <laughs> really, really close to Zach's head. I, I, I found wonder it. how many times they had to reshoot that because the dog's tail hit Zach in the head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When they arrive uh, to see Mark and Debbie, Mark and Debbie play for them the EVPs that they were talking about. And it's stuff like Nick Groff, but it doesn't actually sound like that. It's just, of course. I mean, I feel like that's mm -hmm. that statement is like baked in there. Anytime we talk about EVPs, it doesn't actually sound like that. It's just sort of crinkly. Oh, hey, we didn't even, like, talk about what the Washoe Club is. The Washoe Club is basically, it was this, like, saloon-type place for rich guys in town to go have a little fun with some sex workers. Um, ladies of the night. Ladies of the night. Have fun. And um, apparently the dudes who worked in the mines were dirt poor. Uh, there were labor rights issues. I mean, human abuse issues all over the place. And um, there might have been some sort of resentment between the two classes Although of people. I don't know, because that explanation, the late, the one, the first witness he talks to, besides the two other EVPers, makes no sense. Yeah, she, it almost sounds made up. Now, who is this? No, one? she just like fails every sentence to like oh, yes. fully explain why it, it went from why is this haunted? Uh, well, because it was a gold rush town. Some got rich, some didn't. The miners had to work in the mines all day and were mad, and so they went to the saloon to bring their girlfriends. She also said, uh, talking about but their misfortunes. I, if I was a miner and got off work and went to go hang out with some prostitutes, I probably wouldn't be that mad. Yeah. Well, get she... Get drunk and get laid. And it's, she she yeah. also said, this was Janice Oberding, which I, so, th I okay. thought her last name was pretty cool. Can I also say that he does this interview with, with her on a windy hill outside oh, the yeah. city? And the mic, well, you just hear. Yes, yeah, mic can't hear. Don't maybe. Don't Sorry. Do that. Okay. That's what it sounded maybe, like. Maybe edit that out. Maybe. <laughs> maybe edit in some wind noises. Yeah. Or some stuff. <laughs> well, Overall, this whole this whole thing had a lot of like edit editing. Yeah. That a I lot would of have said they could have polished up. Well, one thing that she did say that I caught me off guard that didn't make any sense at all when she was talking about their misfortunes, these miners, she said, "quote They had superstitions and things, and that didn't protect them." Holy shit. Quote, end quote, sorry. <laughs> yeah, one of the superstitions was that if you saw a, a red-headed lady on your way to the mine shaft... You die. You, you die. And Zach, in this interview, they're standing at a mine shaft, and he says, oh, what? reaches over, fondles her hair, and says, what, what color is your hair? And then they all awkwardly laugh and say red. That, this, uh, is, this is honestly a little, like, a little bit of premonition going on. Yeah. Zach being because we'll get to it, but 
They also kept showing this image of a, a little tiny string noose all the time. Yeah, a string noose made out of like string. a very small piece of thread. <laughs> like that wax leather you make necklaces out of. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so they go to the Washoe Club after this. They go right there. And they talk to a man who looks like a cartoon of an old prospector. <laughs> who is the bartender. Um, he talks about how he's very good at watching and noticing things because of his 25 years as a corrections officer. Law uh, enforcement. The law enforcement. In... And uh, also that uh, he's seen people... He saw a matchbook roll down the bar, and he has also seen the fourth bar stool tip over quite a lot. Always the fourth. Although... He's receptive, but he doesn't believe that they exist. But he doesn't not believe that they yeah. don't exist. Yeah. But he doesn't believe in them. But he's receptive. He's receptive. He yeah. wants us to know that that's how he feels. Yeah. What does that mean? It means it, he believes in them. But it he means doesn't, he, doesn't, he, he believes doesn't believe in ghosts. In he's like a closet uh, ghost adventurer. He's or a ghost self-hating ghost, does ghost he, adventurer. Does it mean he's open to whatever? He's ghost agnostic. Oh. Okay, okay. Uh, they also speak to uh, people who probably came through on like a tour group or something because they're credited as just eyewitness. Um, to be fair, this is a large town that had a lot of stuff going on and is a, a really high tourist place. Yeah. It's actually suffering because it's wearing oh, down shit. because of all the people who go there. Oh. So. Uh, Wilson Donaldson, the cartoon man. Two sons in, in one name. Yeah, interesting. Um, maybe they call him Sun Sun. Um, <laughs> it's better than Moon Moon. Yeah. Uh, he mentioned that uh, back in the days uh, when people would die, they used to store the bodies in like the cellar area of the bar because uh, it was cold. And then in the summer, they'd finally embalm them. And so apparently, there were a lot of dead bodies, a lot of dead bods. Well, how else would you get the ghosts? It's not like there's a large migratory ghost population that goes to mining towns yeah yeah so then they make it over to the mine oh man so this is a hum this is this is a special little treat this is really special and the the reasoning here is that zach wants to give us a second part of the lockdown i'm choosing to believe the washoe club is extremely small and they're nervous about their chances of getting 12 hours worth of footage out of it mm -hmm. which is it's fair. This is tiny fair. place, the Washoe Club. Yeah. It's very Honestly, that may have saved them. I mean, really, though, mm -hmm. because... <laughs> so they go... Okay, they go to this mine. It's the Collar Mine. It's a Silver Rush mine. Um, they meet the person who owns the mine who... Like, if, if, if you saw a photo of this guy, mine owner is, like, the only possible thing you could put under that po portrait. Uh, and he sort of reluctantly takes them down and, and makes the whole walkthrough seem extremely dangerous <laughs> as they walk through the mine. It's like, this could fall on you, this could fall on you, don't do this. There's low timber, yeah. there's lower timber than that. At one time, Aaron hits his head on a timber, and uh, the miner offers him, well, not miner, the, 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 the caretaker, I guess. I'm just going to call him the miner. He's a miner. Um, <laughs> he offers Aaron a helmet. Yes. <laughs> And the next frame, you see Aaron not wearing it. He he pushed out. In didn't fact, want to seem like a wuss, not wearing a helmet for all the others. I mean, it, Zach, he does what Zach he... can't because of his hair, but Aaron doesn't have any. <laughs> he doesn't have that excuse. And the thing is, you do not see a helmet on a head for this entire episode. Yeah. Nobody puts a fucking helmet on. Not even the owner of the mine, which is like, holy shit. Okay, that, he's been down there a lot. Okay. He knows where every beam is, but... 
walking in a mine <laughs> with no lights, I would take a helmet. Yeah. Oh, but wait, they do have their own special lights. But we'll find out. We'll find out about Is that. that. Hitting the beams. Oh concussions? no! No, not those lights. But they probably did see a couple of those. Um, Aaron freaks out about spiders. Aaron yeah, freaks out about yeah. spiders. Um, the old coot is telling us about all the ways people could have died back here. They bring some lady down, one of the, the special guest witnesses, mm-hmm. and she tells about her, her experience in the mine, how she uh, couldn't breathe. Uh, um, <laughs> you know, it felt she, was tight. She, she, dizzy? She, she felt dizzy. She yeah. felt like she wanted to throw up and, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Being in that mind. In that mind, it's really hard sometimes. Right, right. Um, Which is, these are also the, the, these are also symptoms that a busboy or a friend had in the back of the, uh, the old Coots uh, bar. Hmm. He felt the same systems while he was putting away cases of beer. And hmm. he ran out and he ran through the through, uh, street, threw up, and that was the last time they ever saw him. Never came back. So obviously he saw a ghost. Yeah, that's a ghost right there. That's a, obviously a ghost. Um, is ghost this... of uh, Jack Daniels. <laughs> is this where uh, Zach reveals uh, something about his past life? His possible past oh, life? Oh, yeah. Zach is sitting in the mine and he's like, when I was a kid, I always used to play like I was panning for gold. And I just really liked panning for gold. Visiting mines. Visiting mines. So I thought if I was reincarnated, maybe in a past life, I was a... I was a panhandler. Panhandler? Okay. Is that yeah. a real word for yeah. a miner? Well, it's for the panning people. Whoa, uh, hold on a second. These are two different things I just realized. Miners and panhandlers are not the same thing. No, they're not. And he's talking about how he used to like the idea that's, of panning. That's what I was thinking. But um, actually, actually, okay, I, this, I got it. Uh, you you are right. They are two completely different <laughs> okay. styles of mining. One is for when you're digging through sediments like out of old river channel and you find... Uh, placer uh, gold and silver that's been transported down the river and deposited there, yeah. you pan that stuff out because it's mixed with a lot of things. Um, this, however, this was some sort of load deposit. This was a hard rock mining, as they call it. So they're going to be using pickaxes and stuff, and they're going to be pulling ore out that they mm-hmm. then crush, refine, pull the mm-hmm. stuff out. There's no panhandling involved. Zach, come on, get your geology mining right, man. <laughs> um, Zach asks the owner of the mine to turn off the ventilation system while they do their investigation mm. so that it doesn't interfere with their audio. This is why I, I, I'm really surprised they actually made it out alive. This is so problematic. <laughs> For their lungs and bodies and yeah. brains. Uh, briefly though, before we actually begin the lockdown, uh, Zach and Nick and Aaron sort of take like a tour of their past triumphs, walking around in all the places where they got lots of good ghost hunting done. Uh, we see Zach sort of waxing poetic about how when you see that ghost, it really changes you, your whole life and everything. Yes. Uh, and then he does the, you wanted us, you called our names, you got us from the intro. And he like does a little flourish, oh, like... Showing his body, like with, with his, his hands, yeah, with his big... like a Vanna White. Here's my body. Take me. Take me. <laughs> so, so yes, just so everyone knows, they're here and they're ready for the ghosts. So they began their investigation in the mine. In the mine with no ventilation. No ventilation in the dark. And, no helmets. And what do you know? Well, well, Aaron, Aaron does at one point put his hands up like some he sort of. Does. 
chicken, yeah. chicken uh, and he's like, this is my protection. Thing. He puts his hand to his head like he's a turkey or something. Exactly. With a little or thing, a flourish on his head. And I guess he's trying to, like, protect himself from all the Black Widows. But he looks, like a, he looks like a dumbass. Uh, this is where Zach says, "What was it a good idea for us to ask the guy to turn the ventilation off? No. Yeah. And Zach, you're the one who you suggested did that. it. Like, let's not make that a we thing, he, Zach. When, when Zach that. asked that, he was kind of like, uh, and then Zach was like, we're doing it. Yeah. They, uh, they pretty much, though, do everything minors should not and try anybody, not to. Anybody should not Go into do. a dark hole with low-hanging beams with no sort of, like... No air. No air. <laughs> uh, no light source. No protection. Oh, wait, no, but they did have a light source. They brought out the candles. Because apparently that's what miners used to do. They didn't have lights back then. Yeah. I... I cannot. <laughs> it's pretty unbelievable how dumb they are sometimes. Like, this is like the dumbest I've ever seen. And be. it shows. Yeah. So these guys are hardcore suffering from low oxygen. <laughs> they have like huge amounts of CO2 buildup. Yeah, like oh, they're yeah. complaining about, oh, the air is so thick. It's extremely claustrophobic in here. It's like, yeah, you don't have any air. I'm feeling nauseous. Yeah, all sorts of like you can. Act, it's actually really interesting, and I kind of felt <laughs> bad for making the point of, or fun at them for one point because they're actually like uh, when you we get oxygen. I think it's oxygen narcolepsis. Narcolepsis. You you behave like a drunk person. Yeah. <laughs> but you're you're about to die. You're like yeah. seconds from death. <laughs> yeah. And these guys are showing a lot of symptoms. So of, is that maybe why we get this amazing line from Nick? I keep hearing one of those things, one of those tools they have that they use to pick at the earth. Into the ground. Into those the ground. pick things that you pick into the ground. <laughs> yeah, those pick things. Um, oh, man. Uh, Zach says he, he, he has this, uh, like, sort of like a trip trip mine, a, a game camera. Yes. But for ghosts, it senses <laughs> them coming across. He puts it down and says, it will alarm. Talking about when the alarm will go off. He says, it will alarm. It will alarm. They have uh, more new equipment, too. It's not just that. They've got a device that lets spirits manipulate uh, it to cause words to come out. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's about as much explanation as Zach gives us. Apparently, the spirits are very good at learning how to manipulate this device so that the words come out the way they want Apparently, to ghosts can work these databases, um, these Victorian-era ghosts These that 400 year old ghosts 18th century miners can work a day a word database people go to college for that <laughs> and these miners are just beating them you think back in the day it was different you know it's just really fuck different. college just become right. a ghost while they are dicking around with the candles down there um nick hangs off the ladder that goes down into the deeper part of the mine and they get a few words is this how you through. died hanging off this shelf like this did, did, did you, you fall off next do i look like you did when i was falling um the the ghost oh, box man. says frank and stare and fell through and of yeah. course oof man uh, this gives two nick, words uh two words this is not even supposed to have two words nick starts feeling quote feeling something creeping up up from the bottom of the ladder as he uh, as he stands there, egging the ghosts on, begging for more. At one point, Zach is talking about how real they get with their investigations. 
how they like to dress like they dressed and work like they worked. But I really, really was hoping that in the next uh, house they went to, they'd dress up as pot prostitutes. Huh? That would, yes. <laughs> it's like the end of Mulan. Yeah. But it does explain why when they first go into the uh, the mine, uh -huh. they're carrying pickaxes and shovels. Yeah, the shovel was very confusing yeah. for me because that feels like a lot Sorry, of... Sorry, not a pickaxe. It's a pick thing that you pick into the ground. Yeah, yeah. that thing you yeah. pick into the ground? Yeah. Um, it feels like a lot of extra stuff to bring with you into such a small space. Yeah. You'll notice that they leave that stuff near the entrance of the mine. So with all this activity, uh, Zach makes it a point to proclaim... That this whole place is haunted as hell. Haunted as hell. And uh, hell. I'd like to apologize to all of our listeners because that's a way better name for a podcast than the one we came up with. So uh, now you also have to live with the knowledge that we took the silver medal. No, no, no. So you just got to do like a like a little sec a spinoff, you know? Haunted, haunted as hell. Yeah. We'll see if Leander can make us a second logo for that where you talk hand. about like maybe making of oh back backstage Haunted behind the hell. scenes yeah. something like that um they leave some x cams in the mine and head out because uh, it's midnight and it's time to go over to the wash and it's haunted as hell wait, wait we, we forgot to talk hell. about aaron's little freak out he has a freak out that's it they, oh <laughs> <laughs> i don't remember that he had a freak out where he thought something scratched his leg Oh, yeah. No, was that? That's that was a Marshall Club. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh. Oops. So it was haunted as hell. But I was okay, he must have it. freaked out multiple times. But I would like to know that when they get back to the entrance of the mine, mm -hmm. they're feeling a lot better. <laughs> like, yeah. They're, they're a lot more talkative. They're, they're their more are making mm -hmm. more sense than, like, just about as normal, which is, like... They've got a spring mm -hmm. in their step? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's almost as though they've... Back uh, to that hyperness that they have, that excitement. It's almost yeah. as though they've re-entered an, uh, an environment with normal oxygen levels, uh, yeah. as far as the human body is concerned. But anyway, they head on over to the Washoe Club, uh, and the guy who lets them in says, give them hell. And Zach replies, we'll give them more than hell. <laughs> okay. I think he was talking to the ghost. Double hell. We're going to give you more than hell. Because the ghost kind of did give the Zach, Zach and the boys hell in this, in this house. They yeah. kind of did. Um, while Zach is trying to do like a little intro piece uh, standing on the stairway, he hears a ghost and he snaps his head over to the side. And then he tries to like talk about why he's reacting the way he's reacting, which is always so interesting to me because he's like, when you're dealing with ghosts, it's a lot. These are, these are people when that you're dealing with ghosts, died you're a dealing long with time people ago. who died a long time ago. <laughs> They do Sorry, stuff. computer majors. You're going to have to wait a while to work those databases. <laughs> they do stuff to you on the inside, and that's when we get dangerous. <laughs> uh, the boys were feely. Yeah. feely. Uh, later on, before I forget, Aaron, um, what does he say? Um, where did I write it down? The motions that I am just feeling right now. I'm just feeling it right now. I'm just feeling it. Right he is, now. yeah. I don't know. Um, so, so Aaron and Nick are kind of doing some filming, um, when suddenly, as, uh, as if on cue, as Aaron begins to ask for more activity, they hear something fall from the ceiling and hit the ground. And the faces they make as they scurry away are very priceless, but they don't actually capture the thing that fell on camera, if I'm not, if I'm, unless I'm wrong. No, they yeah. didn't. Uh, Zach also ends up feeling a big tug on his shirt on the back. Ooh, man, this is big. 
This is a big one for Zach. He, um, he really gets it here. And he gets really excited, and he, he says in a very aggressive voice, Thank you for doing that! <laughs> the normal guy. Normal thing to say. Uh, this is where we see the spirit box for the first time, though it's not, he doesn't refer to it as the spirit box. It's just a device which scans through radio frequencies to generate ghost words, which anyone, I mean, I feel like just about anybody who understands the electromagnetic spectrum more than Zach would know that you're going to get a lot of words if you scan through the radio frequencies. You're going to get a ton of words if you scan through them. But then, of course, uh, they get stuff like, Help, which Zach thinks he's hearing in his own voice. So obviously that freaks him out really badly. But it's probably just, you know, a bit of the BBC talking mm -hmm. about the help they distributed somewhere. Yeah. Mm. Uh, this is about the time, though, they bring their experts in. Uh, Mark and Debbie come in, and they've got some real powerful EVP technology. And they've got all the new techniques. And they're going to show these boys how it's done. They do this setup where they both have an EVP recorder, and somehow this is this gives it more legitimacy because there's two going right next to each other. Because sometimes, most of the time, uh, you'll only catch something on one and not the other. But if you get it on both, that's how you know. But oftentimes you'll get, like, the reason they have it is so you can catch different types. Oh. You know, like one ghost is talking over the other ghost. Like, okay. It's just such a... One was good, two was better. You need, <laughs> you need stereo ghosts. You know, what, you know what's better than two? Three. Three. Oh shit, so they had three EVP recorders? Yeah. Damn. But one of, for, for their method, one of their key signs that they've had an encounter is the delay, or the, the difference between the two times of the recording. This, that means if yeah. one pre person presses it, and the other person presses it just a little bit later, <laughs> EVP. Oh, EVP. Yeah. Not, not human error. That's, no, don't worry about that. That's, yeah. that don't, we figured in for that. Yeah. Um, this is where Aaron starts to get sleepy. Um, I think he may have still been suffering from like some of the CO2 stuff. They were down there for four hours. They were down yeah. Four hours. Oof, that's bad. being low oxygen. Like. Yeah. So Aaron, yeah, Aaron is still feeling really bad from that. He's talking about how he's nauseous and how he's dizzy. And everybody jumps to the conclusion that the ghosts are draining his energy to do EVPs. Right. So they keep asking for, for more and more and more. Um, but nothing we don't get anymore. Really. Again, I'm going to repeat myself. There are so many instances in these shows where there are clearly health problems at bay. Yeah, maybe we need to say, if you're a ghost hunter recreationally, don't ignore your health, please, for, for don't, ghost Don't evidence. blame health problems on ghosts, please. And don't go into mine shafts with no ventilation, that, no that's a big light, one. and light yeah. candles. It's a really big one. Always right follow safety procedures. Because you don't want to get baganzed. I I just want to see them go to Yellowstone National Park sometime. Get trampled by go, buffalo. No. Or try to swim in the pools. Yeah. Or go just go off trail. And because... all their skin melts off. Yeah. It must be ghosts, man. They're taking my skin. <laughs> <laughs> they want it so that they can manifest. Uh, Nick... Oh, it smells like sulfur, dude. It must be a demon. Straight out of hell. Uh, the last thing they do here is Nick decides he's going to take. A trip to the ball. Oh, first, the, oh, our experts leave. Oh, yes, that's right. That's they, right. they were only there for a short bit, so the boys that's show true. them out, and then they go off to their own separate things. Mm -hmm. And Nick decides he's going to go catch up with his ghost friend. No. No? Zach sends oh. Aaron to go off. Oh, yeah. And Aaron is freaked. He's like, no, man, I'm not doing that. 
I'm not going out there. So Nick does it. So Nick. Actually, it was really chill of Nick to offer because I don't know. Even though he's Zach going... can be kind of a dick sometimes. <laughs> Nick and Aaron go Sometimes. But Nick offered to go and take care of it. And Zach yeah. made a whole deal out of how this was really brave of it, uh, Nick to go face us. Well, because he's been affected by these ghosts. And these EVPs were calling him out the whole time. Yeah. Saying his first name a couple times. Because mm-hmm. and... they it? don't have anything better to do. Yeah. Oh, followed him home. The yeah. ghost followed him home, yeah. apparently. Yeah. yeah. And scared him, as Zach says. Yeah. Followed him but home. But this is the first time we've ever heard of this. Yeah, they don't really mention that no. before this. There are multiple times was, during the series sorry. where they, they like bring up the fact that ghosts have been stalking them. And it's yeah. like, this is the first we're hearing about it. It's just really weird and awkward. It's like, like you're talking to someone... Who just randomly switches conversation and tells you something really intimate the editing the editing yeah. was really bad in this in yeah. this episode um just jumped around a lot uh it was kind of difficult to work out a coherent like yeah. a to b narrative of what they're doing yeah yeah it was just oh i love this part they they so the reason why they're one of the reasons why they turned is they got really really good evidence um this is the ghost that nick is going to go encounter last time they got right Saw a shadow of him. It's good. They got this kind of big footy kind of footage of the ghost, quote, walking, unquote. And it was like a white mist rather than like a dark figure. Yeah. And it gets better because they, they try to show in more detail and then they zoom in. Uh-huh. But they don't enhance. No. No. It's just, <laughs> no, you just see the big pixels yeah. Yeah. right there. Uh, but of course, Nick gets no evidence of this ghost in this room. And then they talk about how there was no evidence by saying... They didn't get anything until 23 minutes later on the X-cam, and it's this... like a noise from outside. No, wasn't it uh, like an arm mist thing? Oh, that's in the bar. Oh, that's yeah. the second thing. So they go down, they, they also show that the X-cam in the bar captured what they call a white mist. It's not good. What is it, Dan? You've, you've Go back to the, uh, since we're talking about mists, going back to when we had our, our, our guest with us, Nick. Apparently, some energy released goes out of him. And you see on the camera, oh, yes. this glowing sphere, maybe about an inch big, float out of Aaron's neck, or uh-huh. Nick's neck. And it's not a piece of dust, because they show you... This what, is what, what dust looks like. What dust looks like, and it's like the most... It's like... it's like The dustiest thing in the entire the dust- world. <laughs> the yeah. dustiest place ever. Just like when they show, this is what a bug really looks like. It's, it's like the biggest ass bug, with the biggest wings... And they go into huge details saying like, well, it can't be it because if the lighting was this, then, oh, no, that is in the bar. Sorry, I'm jumping ahead. Like we said, this one was, t- was tough. This was a challenging episode, but a really fun challenge. Yeah. I enjoyed greatly. Most of the good stuff was in the pre-lockdown. There was a lot of really good investigation this time around. Yeah. Or pre-investigation. Pre-investigation, yeah. I think the best part of the investigation was probably the mining tunnel. Yeah, where they, where they learned some hard lessons about... I don't think they learned any lessons at all. They just thought it was... <laughs> definitely killed some brain cells. Yeah, that happens a lot. That's something they'll take with them. There's you know? a reason why there's the, uh, the legend of the red, red-haired lady. Yeah. Yeah. And they almost died. God, they're so dumb. Now they're even dumber. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, the, uh, so let's all say thanks to the Ghost Adventures crew for exploring these things so we don't have to. Yeah. Showing us how not to do it. Yeah. Great yes. job, guys. Really good stuff. 
no uh no visiting experts this time around uh they're like i'm sorry they're kind of like those infomercial commercials where they're they're not infomercial uh as seen on tv commercials the the sort of the black and white world people yeah where they show like the most clumsy people doing it everything the wrong way like the man who opens the cupboard and then all of the tupperware comes out and he seems to like collapse like "Oh, oh i'm dying yeah that's what that's what watching this is like. You're watching the absolute worst possible things that could happen by the dumbest people. Spirits. <laughs> what a good episode. Do y'all have anything else to say about Washoe Club Challer Mine? Caller Mine? Sorry. Challer. Challer. Um, it is one of Nevada's uh, National Historic Landmarks. Oh, it's nice. It's actually in dire need of help. A lot of private land. Um, people don't take care of it. Um, visit uh, visitation by people has taken its toll. There's lots of graffiti going on. Mm. In the it's just on its down. So I don't know if you like these types of places. Sponsor um, a local business. Sponsor yeah. a local business. Also, you know, getting involved with the government to get funding for national parks. You know, they're, hell yeah, they're the people who take care of that stuff and give us these great opportunities it's to... your your tax dollars at work yeah it's your money you technically own part <laughs> of it it's basically a cooperative if only if only. god if only it was a real one we have a lot of co-ops in the western u.s so something i wasn't prepared for because back home in kentucky there are very few it's not really an idea you see in the midwest no, as far it? as i've seen there's like there'll be credit unions every once in a while but no no big co-ops no large no like cooperative ownership of whatever you know just fucking savings and loans man the government go to your national parks go to national parks what tell us your favorite national park and why it's haunted or why it's not haunted also go to your state parks those are state funded taxpayer money and you probably live in one of those a state i would imagine so you're already paying for it go it's yours it's your place get out get out of here go vacay uh, we hope that this has been a pleasant vacation for you, this, uh, this 35, 40 minute vacation you take with us every week. Uh, if you'd like to hear more, you can find us on, uh, Stitcher and Apple Podcasts, where, by the way, if you left a review, that would be pretty cool. Yeah. Because that helps other Ghost Adventures fans find us. And if you know a Ghost Adventures fan, the best thing you can do to support your favorite Ghost Adventures podcast is to tell them about it. Yeah. Just say, hey, look at this, listen to this show that I like. This show is haunted as hell. This show is haunted as hell, but it's the good kind of haunted. Um, uh, I did a guest appearance on another podcast, and hopefully that'll be coming out soon. Uh, and when it does, I'll, I'll be I'll release all the the info for that, so you guys can go listen to that. It's a really cool show. It's called Historical Hotties, Ooh. and what they do is they they find uh, three people throughout history within a given category, like chefs or. Uh, uh, pop divas, and then they try to figure out who among the three is the biggest babe. And uh, I did enlightening. I did pop divas in my uh, candidate. I brought Freddie Mercury to the discussion, so that was pretty hard to beat. Um, who went up against them? Oh, you'll you'll have to just have to listen to find out, my man. You just have to find I out. Will. What's um, the name of it again? It's called Historical Hotties uh, by Whitney and Lindsay Nelson, and you can find that uh, I'm sure on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher, just like ours. And there's uh, two other shows that we do here. There's uh, Plus Ultra and Zenkai Boost, and both of those are found on the same places. So thanks very much for for joining us every week and for listening tonight. Uh, the art for the show was done by Leandra. Thanks, Leandra. <laughs> she's here, but she's, she's just resting. She's not recording with us. She's yeah. resting. 
We just went to roller derby earlier, and we're kind of broken right now. Do you guys have anything to add before we wrap things up here? Um, that was fun. Adventure safely. Yeah. Adventure safely. Adventure safely. And follow the instructions on any warnings. And as always, my name is Max. I'm Cassie. And I'm Dan. And you just heard a Class A EVP.